Padded Room Radio. My name is Darian. It's the Insomnia Hour, motherfuckers. My, uh, I just can't do it. I can't sleep anymore. My brain will not stop. Thus, I am up at presently 4.05 in the a.m. on, uh, January 14th. I don't know. What is today? Uh, Thursday? Friday? I don't fucking know anymore. I don't even care. You know what? Sleep is overrated. What am I? What am I trying to sleep for anyway? It's not like, uh, um, well, I do have places to go and things to do, but still, why bother? Why even bother? All I'm gonna do is lay in bed and stare at the ceiling all goddamn night. So uh, I might as well go ahead and put a movie on and uh, bore you people half to death with uh, bad movie reviews, which is what I have for you right now. <laughs> now, uh, before I get into that, let me just take a moment to thank you guys so goddamn much. For contributing to the Patreon campaign, for joining me here in this show, I hope you enjoy it, um, and just keeping the wheels turning here in the Padded Room and the Padded Room Network. We got some new shows lined up for you this year. We got some other stuff happening, coming in and out, making things happening, people doing all kinds of stuff going on. So thank you again for joining me. I'm about to get into a show. It's the goddamn Killer Shrews. 1959. I know you've seen it. Don't act like you haven't. Let me find you a trailer on this thing real quick. You're going to love this. Killer shrooms. Looks like a small rat. Shrews as small as rats, perfect for scientific experiments, until they began to grow and grow into things. They must eat three times their own weight in food every 24 hours or starve. There are two or three hundred giant shrews out there. Monsters weighing between 50 and 100 pounds. That's as big as a full-grown wolf. Blood-curdling, horrifyingly poisonous monsters. With the livestock, the shrews got into the barn. The wildest of flesh eaters, threatening all mankind. Your flesh will crawl with fear at their nearness. The shrews were out there. I couldn't take a chance. Yeah, buddy, it's the Killer Shrews from 1959. Oh, boy. What the fuck is a shrew, you ask? I always thought it was just a crabby old lady. Turns out it's actually some kind of a rodent. We'll get more into that in a second. This one's from 1959, uh, directed by Ray Kellogg. You recognize that name? Me neither. Not at first, until I did some internet digging, and then I realized that he is an Insomnia alumni because he wrote... And directed one of our favorites here in in the padded room, uh, the giant Gila monster. Remember that piece of shit? Yeah. Uh, He directed this one. It's written by Jay Sims. Comes in at an hour and nine minutes, which is, it's fine. 
I'm okay with that. It could be a little bit shorter, but I like a nice short little, you know, I don't want to waste too much time with this. (laughs) It's not rated. It stars James Best, Ingrid Good, and Ken Curtis. Came in at 4.1 stars on IMDb. That is preposterously high. Uh, so let's start, let's just jump right into this fucking thing. God damn it. Um, we are going to start off out at sea and we have a seafaring captain and his first mate who the first mate, oddly enough, is played by a, uh, African American, which you didn't see a lot of in 1959. Uh, you did, but normally it was like butlers and things like that. I mean, he still is a supporting character, but his name, the name of the character is Rook, uh, the name of the sea captain is Captain Sherman. Uh, what the uh, Thorn Sherman is his, his first name is Thorn. That's not a 1950s name if I ever heard one. Thorn Sherman reporting for duty. I feel like I should name one of my kids Thorn. Not, I mean, not because of this movie, more because of the dog in Lost Boys, but still, or Damien Thorn. How about that? Anyway, uh, He's out at sea, and they're making a delivery to some forlorn island out, I assume, in the Pacific somewhere. Uh, it's like a... Uh, uh, and they're, they're riding the waves just on the cusp of apparently a big hurricane. And Rook's getting nervous, but Captain Sherman keeps telling him it's going to be okay. So they pull up to the island. It's just a little tugboat. It's not like a big freighter liner or anything like that. They pull up to the island and they uh, put the you know the anchor down and they take the rowboat to shore and uh, they're meet, met by the inhabitants of the island, which is a, a scientist. Uh, his uh, I guess uh, I don't know. I want to say henchman for lab, but the, it's the scientist who we just call the doctor. Um, his daughter uh, Anne, the daughter's. Uh, I don't, I don't know what this guy's job was. His name's Jerry. He's like the henchman, but he's a fucking asshole. We'll get more into that in a second. And I'm met by these three, and they've all got guns. And uh, Sherman and Rook have guns, too. And he, they're like, oh, you got, thank God you're here. And Sherman's like, yeah, hey, we're going we're gonna to have to spend the night with you tonight. There's a hurricane coming in. And they're like, oh, no, I don't know about that uh, there, uh, Randall, or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but uh, eventually they talk their way into staying on the island um, and they can't bring the deliveries in either because the the water is too choppy, and I guess there's it's too heavy for them to bring ashore by themselves. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to crash with you guys tonight. Uh, first thing in the morning, we'll go get your supplies, and we'll get out of your hair. Uh, hopefully the hurricane will blow over by then. Excellent. So now we get to meet these yahoos. We have the doctor, who has a weird accent. I felt like he was going for a German accent, but somehow missed um, or maybe he had a German accent, but he was trying to make it look like he was covering it up. He's got a weird accent. His daughter, Anne, has a weird accent. Jerry's a punk ass. We meet another doctor that's there also, a uh, real nerd by the name of Dr. Radford, who is just nervous in the service from the word go. Uh, so that's cool. That being said, they come in, they have a few drinks, they hang out. The doctor's being real... Um, standoffish about what's going on there. He's like, yes, I'm conducting experiments. That's why I needed the island. And he's like, oh, what kind of experiment? Don't you worry about it. Don't worry about my experiments. And in the meantime, they have talked uh, Sherman uh, Sherman into taking Anne with him when he leaves, which he is all for because he's got a boner for Anne. While all this is going on, Rook, the, the only African-American in the cast, 
decides to go back and secure the uh, boat. And once he gets out there, the sun sets, the wind picks up, and as he's like tying off the rowboat to a tree, he gets attacked. Okay, by what you ask? Fucking a good question. It's it, it was clearly dogs, but they had on like weird clothing. <laughs> And they were making, like, uh, squeaky bike tire uh, sounds, if that makes any sense. That's what they sounded like was a bunch of kids with uh, bicycles that needed WD-40. And through that, we're going to learn that um, uh, this... And I'm going I'm to jump right through a bunch of stuff here, guys, because it doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, the scientist, obviously, was experimenting on the local rodentia, i.e. shrews. And uh, his explanation was that smaller people live longer, thus he needed something small to experiment on. He's trying to prolong the human lifespan. So the smallest rodent he could find was the shrew, and thus he began experimenting on it, which is fine. And this island apparently is lousy with shrews, so good for you. Um, Came up with some uh, some mixed results. Got some, some weird stuff going on. And... uh we we found that we could like a certain breed of the shrew when injected with his uh, weirdo serum um, started growing at a ridiculous rate and are is getting becoming a problem and reproducing at an even more ridiculous rate, which wasn't a problem until that fucktard Jerry got hammered one night and left one of the cages open. Now that fucking sucks and fuck Jerry in the ass for doing that. But not only that, apparently he has uh, was in some kind of a relationship with Anne. And Anne is now, uh, she is dripping wet for Captain Sherman. So now Jerry's got a problem with Sherman. Now, all this, this all goes down. (laughs) And I'm not one to make a racial thing out of anything. In fact, I'll avoid it uh, any chance I get. But it's, it's, I guess, somewhat humorous to me that Rook, the first mate, Captain Sherman's first mate, is gone more than 24 hours before they find his body, nobody asks about him once. <laughs> and it sucks because Rook seemed like a really nice guy, and he would have been a big help in the coming uh, struggles against the Shrews. There's a big action sequence with Rook where he's getting chased by the dog slash Shrews, runs up a tree, and then the tree kind of falls over in the wind, and then the Shrews slash dogs pounce on him. It's very scary. Um so that's that's that. Uh, unfortunately, Shrew's already out of the or Rook is already out of the equation, uh, and now uh, we, via the scientific explanation, we find out that the the island is lousy with these giant shrews, and there's more and more of them every day, and like some of them are poisonous, uh, some of them, uh, you know, they have to eat their body weight every single day or they die, they starve to death. So they've already killed off all the local indigenous uh, animals. And now they're looking to get into the the, the fucking, uh, I guess it's like a compound, for lack of a better term. The, the scientific arena is what it is. Uh, they, have, they have like their own food source there. They have a barn with a bunch of animals in it. So that's cool. Um, they're out there. And now here comes the, uh, the shrew attack. And, well, first comes the hurricane, actually, and everybody's all freaked out. We get some tender moments between Anne and Sherman where they're smoking cigarettes together, and she's spilling the beans on the shrews, and uh, we've got to get me out of here because we can't control these shrews. We actually have to get everybody out of here, but uh, my dad, the scientist, really wants me to go first to ensure my safety, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll protect you there, sweet cheeks. 
Come with me. I'm a man. So that's all well. Uh, while that's going on, Jerry, the fuckhead, is getting more and more pissed off and more and more hammered as the night goes on, I should say. So shrew attack. Shrews get into the barn and they kill all the livestock. Oh, shit. Everybody goes running out there to, uh, you know, get, get, I guess, try to fight them off or something. There's way too many of them out there. So they're like, fuck this. Go running back to the main house. Uh, barricade the doors and the, you know, the windows and everything. We're like, okay, we're going to, we, clearly this is a problem with these goddamn shrews. So we're going to sleep in shifts and uh, I'm going to take the last shift. We'll sleep in, we'll do hour and a half, you know, so shifts. And uh, yeah, so there's also another dude there by the name of, I think his name was Manny. And he was like the cleaning guy and he got suckered into this whole shit also. Um, Jerry pulls Manny aside and he's like, look, man, uh, I don't know about you, but I want to live and I don't particularly care for that Sherman character. So here's what we're going to do. You wake me up uh, an hour before anybody else. Me and you will go out there to his boat as the sun rises and we'll get the fuck out of here ourselves. And then you'll, you know, he can just sleep in and then he'll deal. They'll all have to deal with the shrews in the morning. Good for us. Bad for them. So Manny's like, see, senor, uh, once that happens and Jerry passes out, a shrew gets into the house and starts kicking around in the basement, scares the living fuck out of Anne. She sees it. She's like, oh, shit, no, no, there's a shrew in here. So now we have this chase. They're all running around the house trying to find the one shrew, which is about the size of a dog, I should say. Uh, eventually, they corner it in the basement, and they're going to, they're gonna like, I guess, try to kick it to death or something. But Professor Radford gets bit by the thing uh, before they do. And that's how we find out that this is one of those fucking poisonous shrews. And thus, Professor Radford dies not thereafter, not soon thereafter. It also kills uh, Manny. Uh, it gets him in his sleep, or no, it gets him in the struggle. So that sucks. And Jerry did a shitty thing where he kind of like used Manny to shield himself because Jerry's a piece of shit. And we already knew that, but it happens. Okay, so the next morning, sun comes up. I guess these shrews are nocturnal, so we have a little breathing room here. Uh, Sherman and um, Jerry decide they're going to go out to the boat and... uh, you know, secure that little that uh, canoe that they they brought in, the little paddle boat or whatever it is. And uh, once they have that secured, then they'll send somebody back to get everybody else, and then it'll be great. So they both get guns. They go walking out of the compound. Once they get out of eyesight into the woods, there Sherman pulls his gun on on or uh, Jerry pulls his gun on Sherman. He's like, "Oh shit." Uh, yeah, you listen to me. Anne's mine. You understand that? We're going to take the boat and we're going to leave you here to die with these fucking shrews. And Jerry's like, oh, or Sherman's like, oh, you piece of shit, Jerry. So that sucks. While this conversation is happening, uh, shrews are quietly surrounding them. And not really quietly because they all sound like rusted bike chains. But you hear that and you see them all rust. Everybody, they're both freaking out. In the, in the confusion, uh, Sherman knocks Jerry on his ass and grabs his gun back. And then Jerry just goes hauling straight, at, hauling ass right back to the, the compound. Now, this is after they found that the tugboat had washed up. Uh, it's there. It's fine. Uh, but, of course, Rook is dead, so that really sucks. But they also found Rook's gun, so that'll help, too. Uh, Jerry goes hauling ass back to the compound. Uh, Sherman, like, manages to put down a couple of shrews, but then he takes off after him. 
uh, Jerry, being the piece of shit that he is, runs inside the compound and slams the gate shut so Sherman can't get in, thinking, I got you now, you son of a bitch, making eyes at my girl. How dare you? Uh, the, the scientist and um, Anne eventually wrestle Jerry away and let Sherman back in. Sherman gets in, puts a pretty good beating down on uh, Jerry there because he's a piece of shit. And now they're like, oh, shit, now all the goddamn uh, shrews on the island are swarming the whole place. And they're trying to get, like, tunneling under, and they're trying to get over and find little holes and nooks and crannies that they can crawl through to to get to these guys. It's just uh, the four of them now. So that really sucks. And they're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? How are we going to go? The boat's there. The boat's fine. How the fuck are we going to get to it? No idea. And this is where things get kind of silly. So they have a bunch... (laughs) They have a bunch of industrial drums lying around, okay? Uh, What they do is they cut eye holes in them. Now, uh, how do I explain these? They're basically like garbage cans. They're garbage can size, which makes this kind of weird and hard to believe. So they cut a bunch of eye holes in them, and then they kind of rope them all together to try to make like a tank kind of a thing. So that's the plan, except, I mean, looking at, looking at them and looking at these guys, that's only going to cover them from the waist up. And that's never really explained at all. But I don't know. <laughs> I guess they had to duck walk. They make it work somehow. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, and it's never explained at all. But they uh, rope them all together. They cut eye holes in them. So everybody is wearing... Uh, an industrial drum with an eye hole cut in it. And I guess they're just like crunched down while they, they duck walk towards the boat. Uh, they do that. They get it all set up at the last minute. Uh, Jerry has like a fucking freak out move and he's like, I'm not going to that thing. I'm not leaving this compound. No fucking way. Oh no. He gets up on the roof and starts shooting at the shrews. And I mean, this is bad because Jerry is, well, that's, strategy is clearly not going to work but on the other hand it's good for sherman the scientist and his daughter because he's drawing more attention to himself so fuck that guy anyway uh so yeah jerry gets up on the roof and loses his goddamn mind starts shooting at at uh, all the shrews drawing all kinds of attention which allows um this weird tank DIY uh, battle tank situation <laughs> to to exit out the uh the side gate so naturally, Jerry has a full freakout moment, loses his footing, falls off the roof, and immediately gets devoured by the shrews. Yay, Jerry! Go fuck yourself. Uh, everybody else does this duck walk thing. They've got about a mile to cover between the uh, beach and the um, uh, compound. Now they're they're betting that the shrews can't swim, is or at least that's what we're hoping for. So they do the duck walk. They get to the. Uh, uh, beach, and this is where Anne starts to like get claustrophobic and freak out. I can't go any further. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I can't even go on anymore. I'm just gonna give up. Come on, Anne. God damn it. You go. You gotta keep moving. And in the next uh, garbage can over is the professor. Yes, we must keep going, Anne, because we are almost to the um the beach head where we will get on the boat and be out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even what he sounded like. His voice, his accent was completely unplaceable. And it, t- it, it kind of came and went, you know, with, it, it, 
would get real thick and then it would go away, then it would come back. <laughs> it was very strange. Uh, anyway, it's funny because every time he talked with that, that accent and he was referring to the, the killer shrews, he was saying, the killer shoes, killer shoes. Okay, so we're worried about footwear. That's, it's, a, it's a deadly footwear is what, is what we're dealing with here. Okay, perfect. Killer shoes, everybody. Anyway, uh, they get to the beach. Anne has a freak out moment. They get to ditch the tank thing. Uh, swim out from underneath it and swim out to the boat and then they get on the boat and paddle away and it live happily ever after. Yay, Killer Shrews! Uh, this is not a good movie, my friends. It's, uh... Ooh... Did, did it score higher than the giant Gila monster? I don't think it should have. I don't think it should have at all. I mean, there's a, a neat little uh, siege narrative, but... Uh, no, it did, actually. Giant Gila Monster got 3.6 stars. This one got 4.1. So, scribbity-doo, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's killer shrews, dude. Special effects are bad in this. They're terrible. These are clearly dogs uh, with, like, weird blankets thrown over them. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I get it. I like the idea of giant killer uh, rodents. Food for the gods would be a better idea. Um, like if, if you're going to give me a giant rodent, you got to give me a giant fucking rodent, not a dog. I'm not all that scared of dogs either. I've got two of them in the other room. They're dumber than shit, but I mean, it's got to be able to overpower me is what I'm saying. And even, even with these shrews at most, all we ever saw at a given time was like three or four. So, I mean, we, they kept complaining. Oh, there's hundreds of them out there. They are going to kill us and eat us. You see, they have to eat their own body weight. Very scary there, uh, Heinz, Heinrich, whatever your name is. <laughs> but uh, you got to show me some more shrews because I'm not really buying this. Um, other than that, it's typical 1950 style writing. You know, you have your bon vivant type. You have your alpha male, your damsel in distress. A lot of unnecessary smoking, but I guess everybody was doing unnecessary smoking in the 1950s. Um, other than that, it's, it's, fine. it's only an hour long. Man, it's an hour long, and you can riff the shit out of this. This one has been uh, obliterated in the public domain. It is out there. People make fun of it left and right. They do their own vocals over it and uh, all kinds of fun stuff. You can find it on YouTube right now if you're interested or any number of Roku channels. I believe it's on uh, Amazon Prime also. If If I have convinced you that you must see The Killer Shrews, there are many places to find it. It's absolutely free of charge. Um, that's really all I have on the killer shrews. I apologize for a short show, but this was a short movie and there really ain't a lot to talk about story wise. Cause you go to the Island, you uh, fuck the shrews and now you got to get off the Island and you want to take the hot dame and her dad with you. And that's pretty much how it goes down. Everybody else dies. Killer shrews. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> done and done. My friends. Um, you know what? Go ahead. You've probably seen this. If you haven't, go ahead. Go ahead. Give it a watch. If nothing else, just to make fun of it, I think. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting snapshot as to where we were as a society, uh, what, 70 years ago, give or take. All right, inmates, that's all. I'm not going to waste any more of your time on the goddamn killer shrews. Uh, what am I doing next week, you ask? That's a good question. Join me next week for Kathy's Curse, 1979. We will check that out. Um, Hopefully, I will have a show for you next week, if not the week after. Otherwise, thank you again so motherfucking much for joining me. 
Hope you enjoy this show. Thank you for your Patreon contributions. Uh, check out everything else you need to know about us at paddedroompodcast.com or for dummies, of course, our various other affiliate shows. In the meantime, go get some sleep, will you? Emptiness wells up from my insides. Memories are fading with the dimming of the lights. Alone with the things you left behind This is a scar I cannot hide